1: what would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
2: I've got one that I actually use all the time. I mentioned it with like alarming regularity. Okay. So it's a Susie one.
0: Yeah, I, this is my favorite too. Ben speaks for me.
2: So it follows after Calvin and Hobbes have been really mean to Susie. It is just her, just by herself, addressing the, the, like the camera talking to you. And she's like, that that Calvin's so mean to me. I don't know why he's so mean to me. She's like, I'm gonna have a party. I wish I could have a party and I'll invite all my friends and I won't invite him and he'll be really sad. And then there's like a little blank panel where she's looking at herself, and then she says, as long as I'm wishing, I wish I had a pony. <laughs> <laughs> and I just say that to myself all the time. I'm like, as long as I'm wishing, I wish I had a pony.
1: Yep.
3: 50 years of music with 50 year old white guys. Yeah, do we permissions?
0: Am I all good?
3: Threllas. we are all good. We are all good. We've got the right permissions in place. We are now recording on 50 years of music with 5th year white guys uh jeff simons how are you in berkeley tonight.
0: i'm so good and i'm so glad to see you guys i am oh. really looking forward to this one i was oh. a little bit off if i could be a little self-reflective felt like i was a little off my game in the toronto episode i came in really exhausted came in a little uh like I, I brought work home with me.
3: I am all about the joy tonight. This yeah. is gonna be a good one. Ben Ben and I talked a little bit about that afterwards. We were a little off fair lost. enough. Fair lost. enough. <laughs> what do you, Jeff? Do you see how management divides us? It's true. <laughs> That's how they do it, right? It's how they keep the costs down. Uh Ben Barton, how are you in Knoxville tonight? Bumping
2: along for sure. Went to the Tennessee basketball opener this evening with all the right. mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. So very pleased excellent excellent and
0: and this uh fine young man celebrated a birthday that's true Uh,
2: my birthday was this saturday and we traveled down to georgia to watch tennessee just get their asses handed to them by the georgia bulldogs
3: that was unfortunate so
2: the good news was it's a four-hour drive down and a four-hour drive back okay and it took us 45 minutes to get out of the stadium and then another 45 minutes to get out of athens georgia and, mm. but at least there was a hard driving rain
0: in the second half. Dude, you guys got dunked on. <laughs> the dunk, that rain was so rough. could was watch oh the weather, game. It was we put, like the,
2: the, the, the weather report was like spritzing and India was like, do you want to bring a raincoat? And I was like, "Whoa, why bother? So India oh. had a raincoat and
3: I was just completely drenched. Oh, that's rough. Hey, oh, uh, so did you take, um, did you go 40? Yeah, we went over to, we
2: went over to Asheville and then cut down from there.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm right there. I'm right. You could see. You know the what we could have out.
2: used, Timmy? Is a four-hour drive there and a four-hour drive back and an hour and a half getting out of Athens and then hanging out with you. That would yeah, have been amazing. Right? We had a lot of time to do that. I could have like made you a sandwich. next time, Timmy. Next time you'll be first on our list. All right. So, All
0: right. we're we're into territory of 50-year-old men describing the routes that they took from point A to point B. I think oh, yeah. I no, wanna put sure. the kibosh on that pretty quickly. <sighs>
3: Fellas, we are in Cleveland tonight. I think we advertised that we would be um, in London, but but you know what? They... London's not nice this time of year.
0: Cleveland is not nice much. Time not time much of a, of a music town either. London. Not yeah, much a really. Scraping.
3: Cleveland actually has the large second largest theater district uh, east of the Mississippi. So that's where we're headed. I'm sure that's a lie. There's a zero percent chance that's true. <laughs> Second largest theater district. Don't read the Cleveland property. That's definitely not true. That's just utterly false. There's no way that's Um, true. All right. What about this? What about this? The city's motto is progress and prosperity. Well, they got true. I like. They got neither of those right. (laughs) (laughs) This poor city. First, oh my god. First of all, they're making
2: some progress. Cleveland's making some progress.
0: Yeah, you know, there's a really um, amazing independent school in Cleveland that I'll shout out called the Hawkins School that's oh, doing so some phenomenally cool, that, progressive education. That's um, where my
3: my good friend Trey Wilson was working. And well, there you go. My Sarah Wilson, yeah.
0: So okay. that's progress. But the prosperity, I, I've been to Cleveland a bunch of times in the last yeah. 10 years, and uh, they're still working on the prosperity. As team.
3: a matter of fact, it was Trey Wilson who texted me when I asked for Cleveland tidbits. That Cleveland has the second largest theater district. That's the kind of thing you Should say been when been... you're stuck
0: in Cleveland and you are grasping
3: at straws. <laughs> um, I was hoping
2: you would have the. By uh, the way, my favorite thing about that is that, like, there's no actual definition of theater and I the know. word district afterwards, so I they could definitely be like, ours is second largest. It is. It just it is, like no, we're, it's we're, they, they, like I. So I presumably the Broadway theater districts would be number one. Yeah. When and then that... they're claiming that there's a larger concentration of theaters in Cleveland than there are in Boston,
0: Philadelphia, bigger than, Boston, bigger than Atlanta, DC, Los yeah. Angeles. No, yeah, it's east, east of the Mississippi. Mississippi. Oh, geography whiz!
3: Come on now. Uh, um, Paul, yeah.
0: Already, already fucking up in the next episode. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs>
3: um, come um, on, Simon's. Well, well, we're going to. Um, oh yeah, so I was hoping that you would have that that Tina Fey Thirty Rock clip ready to go where. Where she goes to Cleveland. And oh, Luke, I love that
0: whole episode Luke with Floyd. Was like,
3: Are you a model?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're moving here.
3: I love that episode. It's great. All right. Well, let's arrive in Cleveland with the Arrival song. And uh, I think I've got a strong choice this time.
0: Here we go. Great. Oh, you, did you want to say more about your no, strong choice? It's, it's fine. I'm sorry. I was, I thought you were. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. See, and I, uh, strike two. I'm just going to mute my microphone from here on out. Here we go.
1: Oh. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. I
2: wanted this one for the quiz Timmy you couldn't help us grown Buns and harmony I actually knew
1: this one.
3: Um. Uh, yeah, I I don't know how to tell you guys about the the compilation's going to be rough tonight because <laughs> the favorite son you probably would have gotten the favorite son song too, but he's the favorite son, so I got to take that. And then it's just a bizarre mash of people who've mentioned Cleveland in their songs over the years. It's bizarre. I'm feeling, Uh, I'm feeling even
0: more confident than I usually am. Okay.
3: Well, great. Great. I hope so. I hope so. I know
0: I could name like seven or eight songs. I love that name check Cleveland. So I'm kind of hopeful that we might be. All right.
3: Well, first of all, um, who's been to Cleveland out of the three of us?
0: I've been a bunch of times.
3: Everybody. Yeah, totally. Oh, wow. Okay. I I visited uh, Dre Wilson at the Hawkins school, had a lovely visit up there in Cleveland, Jeff did you play there
0: I was, here, I was there this summer with uh will oh, we went yeah. to denison and we went to the rock and roll hall of fame mike i've been twice in the last year awesome what about you Ben?
2: uh so i've gone twice to visit india's family her like 18th cousin betty bearish lives there and she gave us the full tour of downtown and was oh. a super proud clevelandian and then i've had the super humorous and uh Um, members of higher ed will know this. I've had the very humorous uh, experience of going to Cleveland for a conference. Okay. And one thing that professors love to do is go to fancy hotels in crappy towns. So so I stayed at the Ritz-Carlton in Cleveland and that was where this academic conference that I went to was. And everyone was like, damn, are you seeing that we're in the Ritz?
3: I was like, did you notice that we're in Cleveland? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Anyone know the population of Cleveland?
0: yeah I actually was prepared for this I was really interested so which of these cities has the biggest city population Cleveland Cincinnati or Columbus or Columbus by a mile Columbus by a mile in fact the populations of Cleveland and Cincinnati combined is only two-thirds of the population of Columbus but the metropolitan areas are all almost exactly two million how about uh, that that is really interesting huh I thought it was really weird that you got three major metropolitan areas and they're all two two to 2.2 2 million people like that's just that's that's kind of funny we need
3: uh, uh, uh we need someone from Ohio to speak to this uh oh, no, actually- I, can t-
0: I mean
2: basically Columbus is the only city in Ohio that that's growing and and it's a boom town like if you've been to Columbus it's really 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 taking off um lots of new construction it's like yep. you know the cranes are in the air and everything and Cleveland and Cincinnati are just in a holding pattern for sure I mean I would be super curious to know this the population of the city I think the city's like just had a
3: brutal bleed collapse right as it, as is, in the it is under laws. 400 000 people 372 yeah. yeah yeah that's that that blew my mind I was like
2: oh yeah. that's well these are historically really big towns but they just are not big towns anymore right um, they've just been hollowed out
3: well um we do actually have someone from Cleveland to to inform us of some things. Unfortunately, Jeff, we didn't ask him about this. But uh, Jeff, tell us who the artist in residence is going to be. So coming up at the end of this
0: ridiculousness is my dear friend Jerry Becker, who's the music director in Train and a musical compatriot of mine for 18 years. He's a 50-year-old white guy um, and uh, cool as hell. And we're going to have a terrific conversation with him about all things Cleveland and knowing Jerry. A bunch of tangential hilarious things as well so
3: indeed all right so um do either of you know how the cleveland indians since renamed the cleveland guardians how they got their name cleveland indians
2: is it after the Cuyahoga tribe i have no idea
3: no that's what i would have assumed as well they started as the the cleveland lake shores then they became the Cleveland Bluebirds when they joined the American League, known as the Cleveland Bronchos in 1902. And then in 1903, they called themselves the Cleveland Napoleons after team captain Nap LaGioia. But I remember La- that name. When LaGioia leaves in 1914, club owner Charles Summers requests that baseball writers choose a new name. And they chose the name... The Cleveland Indians, a revival of the nickname that fans gave to the Cleveland Spiders while Louis Sokalexis, a Native American, played for them. So the Spiders were called the Indians because they had this one, the very first Native American baseball player. And that's how the Cleveland Indians got their name. Had
2: no idea. I like the that. Wikipedia. Also, I mean think Guardians, I mean, I bless their hearts for changing their name. That's fine. Guardians is not a good name. I don't know why that, they didn't go with bronchos. That would have been amazing. Right. Or Napoleons? Napoleons, Lakeshores. Yeah. Lakeshore it's like, is not good. I'm I'm outside
3: no. like actually just describing geography. <laughs> <laughs> what about? Yeah, they they could have come up with uh some I like Napoleons. That's that sounds good. Uh what is a broncho? Do, that that would be amazing. How did the Cleveland Browns get their name?
2: Oh, that's great.
3: I assume it's Paul Brown, the owner, floating in the toilet bowl. Paul <laughs> Brown, the legendary coach. No, Ted Barton. And we will not repeat that. Paul Brown. <laughs> I yes. love how offended Tim is after three years of this. It's like, when are you guys going to grow up and act accordingly? Uh, they, uh, they started in 1944. Still the Cleveland Browns. Although, what happened a few years ago, they moved to Baltimore? Is that what happened? I think I blocked it all out.
0: No. I don't think so. They've always been the Cleveland Browns. And
3: no, they were. They became the Baltimore
0: Ravens. Yeah, and then the, they became the, a the new franchise, Cleveland
3: Browns. The franchise became the Ravens. That's well, right. That's right. And they stripped the
0: franchise of all their history and gave them back the Cleveland Browns because the Colts moved to Indianapolis. That's right. God, what a bunch of that was all very. Dis- that was for all very-
3: the NFL pulled a little, uh, fast one on us, like a little shell game. Yeah. First of all, Tim, with the NFL, it's just wander under the
2: bridge. You know, our corporate masters are looking out for us. We don't need to remember these things. They've <laughs> asked you to forget. Just move on. You still have the same jersey. Just get it out of the closet. Totally. Notice also, it's like the concussion things. Some people oh, get yeah. injured. You know, we just yeah. move on from that. We don't worry about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: These they weren't gonna be—they
0: were gonna be scientists or anything like that.
3: All right, and finally, sports fans, how did the Cleveland Cavaliers get their name? Not an interesting story. They started in 1970. They just chose they were name. the Cavs. I was gonna say <laughs> such a bad name. Uh, hey, I've got a,
2: a Cleveland Cavaliers question for you.
3: Oh, hook me.
2: Non-LeBron James, who's your all-time favorite Cleveland Cav?
0: Craig ELO. That's
2: a terrible uh, selection. Greg Elo G- no, going no, no, no. down
0: underneath Jordan when he's pumping his fist after <laughs> burying that game. 5 se- five I have an jumper. actual selection, Joe. I have an actual selection as well. Actually, I'm no, gonna... it's mine is Mark Price. He's my favorite. What's Mark yours? Mark Price bad, is Brian? my favorite Cavalier. No,
3: I want to hear yours first, Timmy. I have Mark Price as well. Oh, listen, you're
2: just choosing the white calves. Mine is world be free. No, oh, but he's a warrior, in my no, opinion. No, he is not a warrior. He is a cab for sure. And here's how I know I, I might have told the story already, but it's like fifth grade to seventh grade, I got really into stratomatic basketball. Oh, I remember that. And so you had these cards for the <laughs> basketball players. And so I have like, I, I have a, like a, all memorized everybody in the NBA for yeah. those two years and world be free was amazing. in stratomatic basketball, it was just like, Oh, it just hit everything as you turn the card over. So good.
3: All right. I gotta, I gotta Google stratomatic basketball. Cause I did not have that as a child.
0: So it was a card game. With... Oh yeah. It was like a, it was how to take basketball and turn it into dungeons and dragons. Basically. Totally. It was well, it, really I assume, fun.
2: Like you had friends and you probably left your room.
3: That, <laughs> this is why you weren't doing that. <laughs> All right, well. And was that
0: in the street like, you was playing (laughs) stickball?
3: And before we get to the compilation contest, do either of you know the original spelling of Cleveland? There was a, there was a. good Lord, we can do better than that. There was an extra letter. I find this fascinating. What extra letter was in Cleveland? Hopefully Z. i'm gonna say a it was spelled
0: cleveland like a indeed
3: cleaver. jeff simons it was spelled cleveland do you know why it changed
0: because then uh somebody put a cleaver in somebody's head and they were like we need to- no, no, no 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 brevity <laughs> brevity the good it- people of cleveland are
3: like we could do without that
2: a and that's what they do
3: <laughs> it was uh yeah the a newspaper began in the in the 1800s and they didn't have enough room uh, on their masthead for Cleveland with an A. You are absolutely got to be kidding me. That then is. dropped hilarious. the A, and the city eventually adopted the newspaper's uh, shortened name, Cleveland.
0: Speaking of writing in Cleveland, who's your favorite Cleveland author, Tim?
3: Um, He's your boy.
0: Charles Chestnut is from Cleveland. Oh, um, is he? Yeah, Groveland is is just Cleveland, and it's like one of the great African American writers of the turn of the twentieth century writing about racial politics in the, well, in the it was, prominent it was,
3: city of Cleveland. It was the big uh, the big endpoint on the um, Underground Railroad, but that's I right. Know- was Chestnut from? It's Korea. where they it's where the brown paper bag private club idea was born. Yeah. You had to
0: be lighter skinned than a brown paper bag to get into certain clubs in the African American community. That's that's. Uh,
3: I always associate him with Wilmington,
0: but he well, that's because he wrote that book about the riot. Yeah. But no, he's Maryland. from Cleveland. Charles oh. Chestnut readers read an unknown and just brilliant writer. The conjure Woman or the Wife of His Youth and Other Stories. He's the best. The marrow of tradition. Yep.
3: Yeah. Um. I thought you were going to say Charles Schultz.
0: No, he's from Petaluma. He's he's local boy to me.
3: <laughs> All right. By the way, ready? I was going to choose
2: World Be Free for that category also. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the compilation contest? Let's oh, do God, yes. Let's do this
2: Timmy. Let's All right, do so... this. And by the way, I just want to complain already about the Bone thugs and harmony
3: <laughs> takeaway. Just thieving <laughs> wait, wait, that wait. from it. Uh, Jeff Simons um nina reached out to us she thinks we need uh some music either going into this oh well actually she she thinks we need a better name than the compilation contest yeah I that's a terrible I, name i don't disagree with her uh and then she wants a little music riff like going in and out of ads can you put a little guitar thing for us together
0: ladies and gentlemen it's time for the I guess, guess that. that number not right
3: <laughs> now i mean in the future how I was, about that it was that pretty i thought that was pretty good all right well so for all our listeners out there, I've been calling this like the Cleveland compilation or whatever. If you could think of a better name, uh, the boys in marketing have been laid off uh, once, <laughs> once Elon Musk took over uh, corporate management here. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd also love some new ratings, some new reviews. This is season three. How do you think it's going? What do you think of the selection of certain cities like Australia? How bad um, was Jeff's
0: <laughs> Toronto performance?
3: <laughs> These are the things you could go on uh, uh, podcast reviews and let us know. But for now, I guess we will call it the compilation contest. How many, how many songs this week? You Timmy? guys need to number your papers one through 15. Oh my God.
0: How many do you have to get right to be winners? I'm going to give you 10.
3: I'm not going to oh. go to 11, just 10.
0: Okay. Are right, you ready, buddy? All right. Here we go.
3: There's
1: no surf in Cleveland, USA. Got it. Got it. Chick, Dallas, the Cleveland.
0: Good one. Say what's up to all the players
1: out in New city. Orleans. You what's Texas Maryland. Texas. Maryland. Atlanta. What's up, Texas. What's up? Cleveland. Ooh. That's awful. That's
0: it.
3: Cleveland beat them. Well, all the prettiest girls all living Cleveland. Concluding <laughs> some terms with the guns <laughs>
1: when they left for nice. for Cleveland.
0: <laughs> Lefty's living in a cheap nice. hotel. The desert's quiet and Cleveland's cold. Woo! Alright, uh, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Oh man, I, I have so a good first pass blessed. with you guys. Uh, do you want to try it right now? No, no, let's do it again. I, Ben, who was that who sang The Prettiest Girls Live in Cleveland, two from the end? Oh, it's such a familiar voice to me. I can't place it, though. All
3: right, one more time. All right, hit it. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's let's knock out some ones that we are definitely sure of first. Let's go well, uh, Ben, Ben, give me one that you know. Well, number two is Huey Lewis. Yeah uh jeff give me one you definitely know
0: uh number four is randy newman
3: i see that was one i thought i could sneak by you but no another... one's about the burning river right yeah, <laughs> yeah it's burn on yeah Cuyahoga. all right ben another
2: one you know um number eight is townsend yep yes Pete townsend. pdt
0: number nine is the band look out okay. cleveland excellent
2: ben Number 14 is, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure Gordon
3: Lightfoot. You are right yeah. about that.
0: Number Let's 15 go. is Towns Van Zant.
3: Excellent. Ben, back to you. All right, so there's two
2: different versions of Cleveland Rocks. There's the Ian Hunter one, and then there's the President of the United States of America. That's it's the, the original, I think. One, but that yeah. was the original, right? Yeah, that's yeah, Ian that Hunter, Ian right? Ian Hunter, very well. You could have right. given us both, by the way, but I understand that you didn't want to give us both, but you could have yeah. given us both.
0: Okay. Number 12 is The Pretender is Precious great
3: oh, nice. so we have one two three four five number six, one is seven. the
0: beach boys isn't it oh i was eight. gonna guess that one you oh
3: sorry uh so we have eight number one is not the beach boys. what is it ben i had the beach boys oh who is it it is the euclid beach band
0: well then you're just a jerk <laughs> that just uh, sounded like the beach boys any help uh, with the two rap songs Ben, number
2: five, number 10? Uh, my guess for both is Kid Cudi. There's a Kid Cudi song that's about Cleveland. If it's not that, then, then Tim's got a problem because it's well, a Kid Cudi song that's about Cleveland and he chosen Cu- not to give us.
3: Kid Cudi is our favorite son. He is the top earner, uh, top grossing artist from Cleveland. So he's coming up in a bit. There's no Kid Cudi here. Uh, um, Are we stuck at eight? Yeah,
0: we might be. I, is number six... A really crappy Modern Prince song, or is it
3: somebody else? It is uh, not. Any guesses for number six, Ben? I guess it's a blank there It is Boys to Men.
0: Uh, I was familiar, but I couldn't nail it. And then who's the horrible <laughs> power ballad, new metal <laughs> crap? I have Blink-182
3: for that. Are you talking I... about number 11? Yeah. yeah. Cleveland?
0: <laughs> is, is it Is it Limp
3: Biscuit? Album? It is Scott Wheeland from his
0: <laughs> solo album. Yeah, that's that's, and then the <laughs> one that's driving me absolutely crazy is um. Well, let's do that. Last. girls live in Cleveland song at thirteen. That guy's voice is just. Let's
3: do that last. Uh What's number ten?
0: That's a rap. It's not Kid Cudi, and you're a bad person. I said person. the Fugees.
3: It's Stop Hating by Master P. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. The uh, New Orleans was the uh was the clue I, there. I
3: actually think you should get number seven.
0: Uh You should. Oh yeah, that's the like
3: a weird like. You should kind of power poppy thing. Pink wine sparkles in the glass. Uh, it was the guess who. Uh,
0: yes, I probably should have gotten that.
3: And then ben, you should get number five. Just help us out, Tim. It's not Kid Cuddy. It's girl talk.
0: Oh, but it's Girl Talk sampling someone else. That's a very difficult. Oh, he's thing got to... three
3: three samples going at the same time. So uh-huh. yeah, that that was your clue. Uh, and uh, it's called a song called "Cleveland Shake" by Girl Talk. And finally, number thirteen. I think Give me a hint. I think a band you introduced me to. I'm like seventy five percent sure you introduced me to them back in the late nineties. Maybe God. it was early two thousands. And that's place the voice it is no hint
0: you're just gonna tell me
3: Stephen kellogg and the (laughs) sixes oh my god steven kellogg i'm so embarrassed steven i'm so sorry
0: i toured with that guy for six months i heard him play that song a hundred (laughs) times that is
3: so embarrassing good god that is sorry steven well go ahead and give us a guitar rift as we go to our first ad it's
0: time for our first ad
3: (laughs) excellent and we are back alright we gotta get into the um, the favorite son or daughter song uh, I could not believe this is Cleveland's biggest artist I I don't know him Kid Cudi and uh, I don't I've never heard of his most popular song on Spotify but I know he's got a song that has Cleveland in the title so let's go with that one Jeff Simons Cleveland is the reason
1: I will. They that hey, uh. the G <laughs> I come from Cleveland, y'all can really hear it now Hit them like comic books, kaboom, pow pow Into a girl's mind, spit fine, no wine dine I keep two phones, sidekick for bad times. And the topic you question is why I'm so chill Girls don't understand, he ain't even made a meal And say I'm complex, just like the magazine I want my closet complex like the magazine I
2: get in their head Hey Jeff, give us, give um... Them. 10 seconds of Make or Say by Kid Cudi.
0: Coming up.
1: I make a say. Oh, 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 oh. When I. I make a say. What up? I make a say. What up?
3: Me first. She want to have whatever she likes that's a banger well I like that one a lot better that was yeah much much improved much uh give me the lowdown on Kid Cudi
2: uh so that one's got Kanye West if we hung around long enough we'd hear Kanye's voice and then we might get canceled again uh, he's uh he's a rapper singer he was a Kanye disciple they worked together on a lot of stuff I quite like him all
3: right all right that was
2: why I was so mad and not get him for Cleveland hurt my feelings there's a Dylan song that's got Cleveland mentioned in it too Oh, which one? I don't know. Something from the 60s. But there's definitely one that's got Cleveland in it.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. All right, I will check that out.
3: Uh, All right. Did you know, outside of Cleveland, in Akron, that Steph Curry and LeBron James were born in the same hospital? I I so not know that. I ask you this. At the start of their career, you're the owner of a franchise. Who do you want on your team? LeBron James or Steph Curry? Ben, Ben, you go first. That's a super
2: easy one, LeBron James. <laughs> yes, no mind.
3: question. Oh. I am Stephen Curry's biggest
0: fan, potentially. And you, I mean, coming out of college, are you crazy? Okay.
3: Well, I thought you would go with Steph Curry.
0: The whole point of Steph Curry is that he becomes something bigger than he was predicted to be. LeBron James is, ex- LeBron James, remarkably spectacularly is exactly who everyone thought he might be, which is the greatest player ever. It's amazing that at 19, he was like, actually, you guys are right. I'm going to be the greatest player ever. But uh-huh. Steph Curry. I think you mean second. I think you mean second greatest. Whatever. I mean, he's amazing, right? Like everybody saw LeBron James in high school. is was like, he might be. He might play at the very top of basketball for 20 years. And he has done exactly that without any major missteps or miscalculations. But Curry's story is the story of doing absolutely everything you can do with what you were given. And you weren't given all that much. Like he's he's that's that's what's so great about him.
3: Yeah, he came out of high school and colleges were like, no, you cannot play point guard. us (laughs) Us <laughs> you cannot play for us. yeah right, right. Like North
0: Carolina, North Carolina State, they all pass. They were like Oof. hard pass yeah. on carrying the water bucket. Like, forget playing point guard. <laughs> that's what makes it that's what's so great about him. But yes, uh, no, pick LeBron James. All right. I still uh, pick LeBron James. I mean, he's pretty good, that guy.
3: Pretty good. I I gosh, I remember that block he has against iguodala and it was just like that he might be such the, an asshole. That might be the greatest <laughs> I, basketball. It's like Jeter's play where he like flips the ball to home plate. Like, like that's a play that. Oh yeah, it was great. Only like I watch uh, it every couple of months because. One of or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Bill Watterson is also from the Cleveland suburbs, and he wrote a comic strip from what is it, eighty-five to ninety-five, I believe, Calvin and Hobbes. Greatest comic strip better than Dewsbury. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my. Greatest comic strip ever. Okay. I think. Awesome. And I was trying to think of like, how do I explain to my kids the idea of like waiting for the newspaper every day? <laughs> Read a comic strip that's, you know, three panels long. Like that, what is their equivalent in this day and age? Wordle? Like, oh, get the wordle. Probably TikTok.
2: But Timmy, mm-hmm. were you a collection guy? I know Jeff and I were both had the book, the yes. collected books, and yes. I had them next to the toilet and just read yep. and read and read and read. Right. And read. Yep. I That's actually cool. bought
0: Will the Complete Calvin and Hobbes that oh, giant dude, same for my daughters for sure. And In he, Georgia he devoured it, and now B is devouring it. That's yeah. the greatest. And right. I can hear her giggling. I just the, my happiest thing is to hear her falling asleep reading Calvin and Hobbes. I'm like, yep. okay, everything's gonna be okay.
3: Yeah, uh, we we went through the compilation here, and it, it was so uh, well read that it just got destroyed. So uh, we we were up in uh, Boston this weekend, and Henry's uh, future, future uh, cousin-in-law had a copy, and he just, the whole weekend, just read through oh, it, read through it. How was the wedding? Your oh, niece got married. Great wedding. Guess what? Uh, love is a wonderful thing. Two, two 24-year-olds are like just so over the moon for each other and like get the gravity of the moment and the wonder of the moment it was a lovely wedding lovely wedding
0: and it's so yeah, nice
3: so fun all right uh favorite Calvin and Hobbes comic strip the one that sticks in your mind what do you got
2: I've got one that I actually use all the time I mentioned it with like alarming regularity okay so it's a Susie one
0: yeah I this is my favorite too. Ben speaks for me.
2: So it follows after Calvin and Hobbes have been really mean to Susie. It is just her just by herself addressing the, the like the camera talking to you. And she's like, that that Calvin's so mean to me. I don't know why he's so mean to me. She's like, I'm going to have a party. I wish I could have a party and I'll invite all my friends and I won't invite him and he'll be really sad. And then there's like a little blank panel where she's looking at herself. then she says, as long as I'm wishing, I wish I had a pony. (laughs) (laughs) And I just say that to myself all the time. I'm like, as long as I'm wishing, I wish I had a pony.
0: Yep. Yep. You long ago convinced me that's the best one
3: and you are 100% correct. What about you, Tim? Susie Durkins is awesome. Anytime, uh, anytime like the babysitter showed up, I was just Oh, oh. fantastic. Those series are great. Here you go know, your notes. <laughs> Flush. I love that series. She's <laughs> shaking the door. And then it's like, you know that you've got it for like six or seven days. Like, you know, you get the newspaper the next day. And you're like, oh. Ah, oh, good stuff. All right. Um, well, uh, this section of the podcast is brought to you by tripadvisor.com. It's actually not, but, like, maybe if we keep saying that. that it sounded good. pretty good. Yeah. Top five things to do in Cleveland. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, number one. We're definitely there. going there. Good. Uh, number two, Cleveland Museum of Art. Been there. Yep. It's good? good. Quality? Sure. Yeah, no,
2: man. My brother did the, there's, like, an actual, like, iPad thing and a computer thing where you can, like, scan your face and then they'll find art that looks like you or make a hand motion huh. and find art that looks like you. It's pretty cool.
3: That's really neat. And your brother had a hand in that.
2: Yeah, he designed
3: it. Yeah, uh, it's a hand in that. Yeah, That's like good. <laughs> uh, um, uh, West Side Market is the number three place to visit. Did either clear? Yep. Yep. Solid market. Um, number four, you lose me here. The Christmas Story House.
0: Nope. That's but I market. like that. That's fun. They got the like leg and the light in the window and everything. <laughs> like, they keep it looking like the movie. That's pretty cute. So no one lives there? Is it like a little museum
3: or people live there? You know. I have no idea uh and then finally the metro parks zoo i hear is pretty good um i've not been to the metro not, Park. i'm not a huge zoo guy but i'm sure it's great all right Ba-da-bum. there we go all hey. right our three songs or events or people or venues let's go who goes first
0: i'll go first um we haven't talked about cleveland rock and roll stuff yet so um we got to shout out WMMS 100.7, the buzzard, which you could make the argument that along with uh, what is the most important radio station in New York City for rock and roll, Ben, in its history?
2: It's actually really kind of hard to say. There's WPLJ, and then there but I mean, back in the AM days, it was like WINS, I mean, it's really, it's passed through a lot of different hands. Right. Uh, and and, and they, they just keep, they like go rock station and then they turn to the top 40 station and go back and forth. So it's actually harder to choose. WNEW yeah. and WPLJ. Were the I was going
0: to say WNEW is the one I would have nominated. You take that station and you take KSAN in San Francisco and WMMS in Cleveland and they invent uh, album oriented rock format radio in the late 60s, early 70s, where DJs got to program whatever the hell they wanted. They picked incredible music fans with great ears and let them just play whatever they wanted to play. WMMS broke rush in the United States playing working man when it was a Canadian import. They broke Bowie in America playing Ziggy Stardust when no one else was playing it. They uh um and they hosted some of the most famous live recordings of all time. Springsteen live at the Agora, Boston live at the Agora, The Cars, Nick Lowe. These are live recordings that people traded on tapes for generations and have now all officially come out. Um, it I mean, Cleveland was a place as a young kid that I just assumed you could go to and there'd be a great band playing somewhere and you could go and be in a sweaty crowd. It just seemed like it was one of the most enthusiastic, um, big eared cities. Uh, and I think it's really interesting that this kind of slowly decaying city in the Midwest was, was, uh, also, Kind of interestingly open-minded about its rock music taste so i was going to go with pear ubu oh wait
2: hold on hold on you're yeah. not going to do alan freed you got to do alan freed as long. As yeah i was going
0: to you do all you take alan freed because yeah the, the paola scandal is starts in cleveland too but yeah go ahead
2: Oh, so the—I mean, the—the the, the reason why this Cleveland, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland, is not because of pair Ubu. It's because they claim to be the birthplace of rock and roll, which is, of course, a silly thing to claim. Uh, <laughs> but they do have a claim to having the first white guy who played African American music and called it rock and roll, and that's Alan Freed. And um, so he's on AM radio in Akron, and then he's on AM radio in Cleveland. And if you wanted to do the glass half full version of his story. You want to put a good face on it. You would be like, he was the first guy to do that. And he was the first guy to name it rock and roll. And in right. fact, for these African American artists, it was a huge boon to them. Um, and he made a bunch of money for doing that. And then eventually was on a rock station. He was on WINS in New York. And then he was at a rock station in LA and then a rock station in Miami. If you wanted to with the glass half, empty (laughs) on this first of all he got paid to play the records and there was a payola scandal and then they eventually had to like pass a law and then and then fine him and he kept getting fired from different places that's number one Number two, it wasn't enough for him to get paid by the stupid labels. He stole from the artists. Yeah. Maybelline by Chuck Berry is apparently co-written by Alan Freed. And by co-written, we mean, he said, if you want me to play your record on the radio, I'm a writer on this song. And Chuck Berry acquiesced. Totally. And, he, and then at, at the end it was super ugly he was only in uh, in Cleveland from like 1950 to 1956 too it's like it, they make it sound like he was like this Cleveland legend but he actually moved around a bunch and then he was a drunk and died of cirrhosis oh, um man. like it's a really sad story by the end he's like he's he's like owes 300 grand in IRS and is living in a motel and dies of cirrhosis
0: so and he's our story. next guest on yeah, no, for
2: sure <laughs> for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow, so that's the claim. That's the claim is that he was the first guy, and then he, you know, he organized some tours. Oh, so dude, he, he put out five different rock and roll movies, which are freaking hilarious. If you go to YouTube, you can see the trailers for them, and they're it's just gold.
0: Yeah. I remember a movie called American Hot Wax in the '70s. It was all about the early days of rock and roll that yeah. had Alan Freed in it. And uh, no, no, but
2: this is like '58, and it was like uh, Go Johnny Go is the name yeah. of it, and it's after yeah. the Chuck Berry song. And he and Chuck Berry are like buddies. It's like a buddy comedy with. Alan Freed and Chuck Berry is oh
1: friends
0: oh my god that's like when um LeBron James and uh Jimmy Iovine were hanging out together oh, at Fenway no. Park and they were trying to sell that friendship I'm just here with my good friend Jimmy Iovine <laughs> that's that one of my favorite sports interviews of all time so well, I was going to choose um per Ubu which was a great post-punk Cleveland band from 1977 but I knew that would make both of you mad um One of us, I hope, is choosing Joe Walsh or the James Gang, which is the first great Cleveland rock band export. In fact, that Pete Townsend song you sang, he wrote in the uh, Cleveland Sheraton after going to a barbecue at Joe Walsh's house, um, making them kind of friends for life. But I'm going to choose the obscure uh, Cleveland band that I secretly love called the Raspberries. The Raspberries were kind of a power pop band from the early 70s um they had a bunch of great singles um there's never really no one great raspberries record but raspberries greatest hits is like all killer no filler I'll play their most famous uh and probably my favorite song by them um does anybody know who the lead singer of the raspberries was by any chance his uh, name was Eric Carmen no
3: his big on. solo hit
0: he's the guy who sings yes all yes, yes. Wait, yeah. wait what are we gonna say I was gonna say hungry eyes yeah no but before hungry eyes he sings nope. all by myself he's oh, all by
1: oh,
0: off to a good start Jeff. oh these are awful songs but when he was a kid he had great taste he was coming out of a hard scrabble rock and roll town and he recorded this killer two and a half minute song called go all the way <laughs> <laughs>
3: singing that like 20 that's insane yeah because it kind of like calls to mind like an old. it becomes
0: less power and more pop as he gets older (laughs) and it's uh it's downhill from there no doubt about it i almost chose um funk 49 by the james gang but i thought that might be somebody else's choice but Uh that would be my silver close 1a flip side gold medal cleveland single
3: what ben are you choosing either pure Pierre Ubu? He's not choosing, not choosing Pierre Ubu, Bear for Ubu. sure. No way. Ubu?
2: Are you choosing the James Gang? I actually like that song. I like uh, Walk Away better. That's yeah, my Lock favorite Way's James great. Gang song.
1: Great. Um,
2: but no, I'm not choosing either of those. Okay. I'm choosing... Oh, do you want to say more, Jeff, about yours? Or no, 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 I'm done. I'm choosing the Cloud Nothings.
0: Ooh, nice choice
2: yes. so I'm, the a, I'm a cloud nothings are a post-punk band from cleveland yes, form in are. 2009 sad white kid from case western who's from cleveland who um basically they put out a couple of like small self released records 2009 2010 2011 and then attack on memory in 2012 comes out and i just consider that to be that i really 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 like that record and Jeff will completely recognize this emotion where you find a record you really love from a new band and I just like attach myself to it. And I was like, oh, the Cloud Nothings, these are my guys. Like yep. surely every record to come will be at least as good <laughs> as this one. Next record is OK. Next record, uh, Here and Nowhere Else, comes out in 2014. I actually saw him in Bonnaroo in 2014. And this is a little bit of the breakup story. Um, next record, here in the, 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 like so Attack on Memory is great. And I actually went back and I had to go back out of Spotify into my old iTunes library. And basically every song on that record I've listened to more than 20 times, which means I just listened to that record on loop, just those songs over and over again. Loved it. Here or nowhere else, less excited about it. Saw them at Bonnaroo. You'll hear in a second, for the kind of music that they are, they were fine, but not amazing. Like, this sort of band should just absolutely shred live, giving their catalog. And I was like, oh, they were pretty good. I mean, some of it's hard to measure because it's like a 2 p.m. show in a tent at Bonnaroo. That being said, Jeff will know. I've seen 15 unbelievably awesome 2 p.m. shows at Bonnaroo. So if you're not unbelievably awesome, uh, I'm kind of mad. All of that being said, I like this band sad white kids from cleveland that's my (laughs) jam like what could go wrong with that um jeff i'm going to ask you to do wasted days oh it's
0: my favorite
2: and start at 30 seconds and we'll go from 30 seconds to get the verse the beginning of the chorus and then we're going to kick again to seven minutes so you can hear the crazy jam that comes at the end of the song
0: Sure. Okay. So I'm sorry. Thirty seconds until when? If you
2: start at thirty seconds, we'll come in in the middle of the first verse, and then thirty seconds to a minute, you'll get the you'll get the chorus, and then we'll skip ahead to seven minutes so you can hear what the outro sounds
0: like. Okay. This is my life, everybody. Here we go. I skipped more of that than I intended to, but it's great. No, you're right.
2: So it's 8.54, and you know my feelings about nine-minute songs. Like, I'm anti-nine-minute songs. This one is totally worth listening to. There's a a three-and-a-half-minute punk song at the beginning. Then there's a three-minute just, like, filthy jam where they're just, like, just going completely nuts. And then it cuts out to just the boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom on the baseline then they come all the way back into the screaming I thought it would be more than this um yeah. fantastic great. I love this one there was a stretch where this was like one of my favorite bands you know that year I was just super into this band yeah love it and I think they're great for Cleveland you know what I mean like like uh what could be better than the sad kid from Cleveland being like I thought I'd be more than this and screaming about it
0: and, and the, the next song on the record that. is a great punk pop song called fall in. I love this record. This is I like you. Like every time the cloud nothing's put something out, I'm like, "Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please." And it's not yeah. quite the same impact, uh-huh. but this record's great. I yeah. highly recommend. The Cloud Nothing.
3: And what's the name of this particular album? Attack on Memory. Yep. Attack on Memory. Also great title. Totally. Love it. Um, you don't like 9-minute long songs? But that reminds me. Jeff Simons, did you see uh Dawes? No, they're not till um April twenty twenty three. Uh, but oh. I bought my tickets. I can't you wait. I'm so excited you texted us about buying the tickets. I thought it was coming up. I just thought
0: it was so funny. They made me buy tickets eight months in advance for a show in front of eight hundred people. I was like, Man, you really you guys really want to get your itinerary set up. Yeah. Like, you know. You
3: know, maybe maybe they're expecting a big, big break. People yeah i can't wait
0: i can't wait i got uh got the date circled on the calendar it's going to be great
3: um speaking of other nine minute long songs uh, there was uh, also something for the compilation yeah i I sit there and look for lyrics that mention cleveland and there's a frank zappa song called let's move to
0: cleveland Yeah. yeah
3: That has no lyrics.
0: No lyrics. 14-minute jazz fusion song. It of might make
3: your know like yes. cranium to be forced. You to on. listen to that, waiting for the lyrics to kick in. <laughs>
0: that's,
2: so that's nine bad. minutes you'll never get back.
3: Oh, it's that's, gone. That's, that's,
0: that's really rough mid-80s. I think you should build the estate
2: of Frank Zappa and see if they will recompense you for your time and suffering. I really will. That
0: was when Zappa had a keyboard player who was just a sound effects guy, so it's like... Bah, da, bah, bah. There's like like weird noises
3: happening through the whole song. It's it pretty bad. A struggle, I got to tell you. And I actually you know, you guys were dunking on Cleveland earlier. I I appreciate Cleveland. Um I don't know much about it. Um I don't I don't like a lot of the music that has come from here. I can't I can't choose Chrissy Hine because she left and she's more kind of England. I can't choose... from Cleveland? Yeah. She is.
2: She's from Akron. I can't African's choose different. That's not the same. No, but She that.
0: went to me. She lived in Cleveland for four or five years. That's where she had her first band. Like she's definitely okay. counts. I
3: can't choose Tracy Chapman because she, you know, eventually does a PG year in Connecticut and then goes to Tufts. And then she's discovered in Boston. So it's like Cleveland. I, I'm not going to pick an artist. Instead, I'm going to pick a moment because this is a moment that basically uh, melted my face this was the george harrison tribute at the rock and roll hall of fame tom petty jeff lynn uh i love you guys but it was prince's guitar solo and while my guitar gently weeps
1: when I'm not afraid to
0: on for another two minutes oh yeah oh so
3: great it on and on you know i never that was always one of my least favorite uh beetle songs and then <laughs> i love it Uh oh did i mess up
0: yes i just like lo- yeah, i love you tim i'm like it- i never understood that why would a heart weep like everything's pretty much okay isn't it there's pizza
2: and the Celtics.
1: Yeah,
2: right. You're like, "When will this end so I can get to Octopus's Garden?"
0: <laughs>
3: exactly. Exactly.
0: You know that yellow submarine is memorable. That's that what.
3: is fun. Can't we have bouncy songs?
0: Oh my god, that solo. My favorite part of the video of that is when he just they think the song's going to end and Prince makes no eye contact with anybody and just goes into another 32 bars and they're all kind of trying to peek around the fretboard to see how he's doing it. That is such a great moment. Oh, it's really
2: fun. I've I've only watched it on video. So it
0: was fun to hear it without the video. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is we Ben and I saw um Buddy Guy at Haverford. And uh in the middle of the show, he's already like cooked for like an hour. And he's like, wham, wow, how many of you are big fans of Eric Clapton? And like, you know, a bunch of white people like, yeah, it's like, yeah, right. Eric Clapton ain't shit. And starts playing sunshine or love, like behind his back and with his teeth and like and borrowing, like re-stealing all the riffs back. It made me laugh so And hard. Hendrix, he called out like yeah. four different
2: acts. Yeah, it was and great. Two minutes, two minute versions of their songs. It was great.
0: But what's great about that Prince solo is he plays like Clapton. Like he's doing all those soaring notes and bends, and then he's like, "Okay, so I've showed you I can do that. Now I'm gonna do some of my own thing." And then he plays all this shit that Clapton couldn't play to save his own life. It's just such an incredible performance.
3: Now, do you think? Were, were do you think the band was um excited for yes. this? You do. Oh, you yeah. thought they were fans? Okay. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, I think they, they were just were like
0: I. They were, I think, they were just shaking their heads in disbelief at how. That's what I
3: thought too, from watching the video. And then I saw an article today where the person's like, and and Petty wasn't sure about this, and you know, the George Harrison's widow didn't want Prince to be a part of it, and Tom Petty had a stern look. I'm like, did he? I thought he had a look of like, holy crap, Prince is going crazy right. Uh, Petty had a look of like, oops, I should not try to share a stage with this (laughs) lunatic
0: genius. Get me out of here before he starts playing my own songs
3: and burying yes, me. Seriously. Hey guys, let's do American Girl. No. <laughs> <Ixnay>. <laughs> uh good stuff. Uh yeah, so kind of cheating picking a uh a Minnesota guy for my uh Cleveland podcast. I like
0: it but. in Cleveland itself.
3: I like it. You did the
0: you know, I could have picked the Springsteen from the Agora show too, but I didn't. Right, which glad is the podcast
2: in a row you've kind of fudged it, though, Timmy. Next podcast, you have to actually choose an act from the
3: town. And where are we going next time, Timmy? What a perfect segue to the I'm revolution. Glad you asked, Jeff Simons. Um, we don't know. Like we've we've thrown the rules out. Like we we put it up to fate, and then we decided last week that we didn't like fate. Um, so now we're gonna we're gonna see where the universe takes us.
0: I don't know. Well, captain,
3: that my captain, I will be happy to follow you where you lead us to. It's You're gonna, gonna give us good. one
0: second of uh preparation. That's time. right. That's right. It's
3: Topeka. Come on. All right. Give me something. Uh all right, gentlemen. Lovely night. Lovely seeing you guys. Uh everyone healthy? Yep. <laughs> we are uh, not gonna add the everyone healthy
2: section of this podcast. I, I gotta pee. Strongly every object against, to
0: but, that. You know, I'm I'm managing it.
2: <laughs> we're only we're only a few years away but yeah so i hear good not... things about metamucil i'll just leave it at that <laughs> exactly. out it was negative
3: <laughs> i'm all good all right gentlemen uh Thanks. we'll see you next week maybe maybe it's london maybe it's rhode island all right tomato tomato all right <laughs> bye friends
0: ElectroCast.
1: Transform your influence. ElectroCast. ElectroCast. Welcome to Tuning into to Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert.
0: And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound.
1: Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks.
0: Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing today.
1: Electric acid.